Welcome to the Indisputable Podcast, where we shoot the shit about indie music that has come out in 2018. My name is Travis Carlisle, and I'm Michelle Avenant. Today, welcome to a sneezy wheezy episode of the Indisputable Podcast, in which I will be sneezing because I have very bad hay fever today, and Travis will be wheezing because he is sick. I'm sick. Yes, you've mentioned this several times over the last couple of days. Mm-hmm. So, what are we reviewing today, Trav? Uh, we are reviewing Grouper's 2018 album, which is called Grid of Points. Yeah, and why are we listening to this? Because I like Grouper. Grouper's nice. And how did you find out about Grouper? <clears throat> when did you start listening to it? I actually can't... I don't know where I found Grouper or where. It wasn't introduced to me. I think I stumbled across maybe one of Grouper's albums at some point and went, Wow, this is cool. And then I enjoyed it. But that was in 2011 or 2010, somewhere around there. Okay. It was when Alien Observer came out, AIA. Yeah, and I'm listening to this uh, because you put it on a podcast list. But it is one of the uh, Travis music recommendations that I actually like, so that's nice. What a change. Yeah, hey, I liked Mount Erie. Anyway, um... What would be your elevator pitch for this album? Um, hmm. One of the three million Portland, Oregon musicians comes out of the woodwork to release yet another uh, nice to listen to piano-ish, choral-ish, album-ish thing. Except it's really short. Yeah. So my... Oh, I feel a sneeze. I just want to feel a sneeze. <laughs> I feel it arriving. Oh no! I'll edit that out later. Okay, so my elevator pitch for this would be you know, dream pop? Well, grouper is more like nightmare pop. That has been getting progressively less nightmarish and more sort of just strange, interesting dreams over the last several years and her latest album is nice just like all her previous works and not a major departure from her previous work except in the fact that it's about half the length this album is only like about 20 minutes long and her albums are usually about 40 minutes long and she's released a lot of albums over the years i think about 10 so given that there's no major change in musical style in this album yeah it is kind of the most noticeable difference Mm. that was a very rambling elevator pitch it was quite but we do live in a building with 32 floors so i guess if you were going to the rooftop and had to stop on every floor no just to the rooftop it would take you there leave me alone elevators are not that fast okay do you have a fact for our trivia corner or should i start that one oh you start that one okay so my fact is that liz harris actually grew up on a commune which many people refer to as the group and that's where the name grouper comes from Hmm. what is your fact my fact is that in 2012 grouper uh decided to do a collaborative piece um called circular veil and they did this with a person called Geoffrey Cantu Ledesma. Um, 
and it was like an installation performance in a club. Um, except instead of it being like a 40 minute thing or like a one hour like live performance, um, she made it so that it mimicked a sleep cycle and it was like a more extended version of her music and it was eight hours long. Wow. Mm. That's really cool. Yeah. It also reminds me of, um, there was, um, something that I heard of when I was doing matric art which is like actually a really intense subject. Mm. And so for our art pracs, which were our exams, they were six hours long. And, or I think six to eight hours long, I can't quite remember. How much time do you need to make like a papier-mâché willy? <laughs> wow, okay, Trav, we get it. You're an asshole. Um, and I heard the story of a girl at another school who for her art prac, she dragged her mattress and her duvet into the classroom and slept for eight hours as a performance art piece. It was, however, it was really legit because with it, she presented a whole bunch of like research and preliminary um, artwork that she had done and she projected apparent more. So I heard she like projected artwork onto the ceiling above where she was sleeping. So there was a lot of work that had actually gone into it and but yeah, like also sure. yeah she slept through her art prac and became kind of a hero i don't know if this is an urban myth um yeah if you were in matric in 2010 in the southern suburbs of cape town south africa and you also heard about this and have more information please let me know tweet uh, us at indisputable on twitter and yep. let us know if this is false uh well i don't know if you can confirm it as false but you could confirm it as true that would make my day so let's move on to high notes and low notes. Mm. What are your high notes about this album, Trav? Um, I've really enjoyed Grid of Points. There hasn't been a Grouper release yet that I don't like. And that's probably because Grouper sort of works in this very niche-ish area of music that a lot of people don't really make music for. And she's good at everything that goes into it. She can sing, she plays beautiful instruments and she knows how to put them all together to make a final product. Um, so my high point for this would be that it is still another great Grouper release. Um, I can literally put Shuffle on any of Grouper's music or all of Grouper's music and be happy with whatever it lands on. Yeah, that is <clears throat> something I like about Grouper as well. So I want to yeah talk a little bit about why I like Grouper so much. So you initially described grouper to me as in the sort of dream pop genre area of music and yeah like ethereal Forest yeah it's music. very ethereal um when i think of dream pop my archetype of dream pop in my head is beach house beach house, beach house is more dream pop than this is. yeah this is i mean i would definitely say this is dream pop adjacent in that um you know it's got a lot of echoey layering and uh, the musical style is is very progressive. It's not there are not a lot of driving beats. It's not super earwormy. It's kind of very ambient music. It's atmospheric, yeah. Yeah, very atmospheric, very ambient. Um, but yeah, like Grouper is also very um, unique in that she uses, especially in her earlier work, she uses a lot of uh, like samples of naturey sounds mm. and. A lot of her singing isn't necessarily very distinct. 
Mm. In her earlier work, especially, it sounds like very echoey and far away. Yes. And like it's only in her later work that you can sort of start hearing some of the lyrics. Actual words. <laughs> yeah, you can hear the words. Not okay. No one needs to hear your impression of Goose. This is really good. Oh, to have the confidence of a cisgender white male. Anyway, so in that way, I think it's very unique. And to be honest, listening through Grouper's entire discography almost feels like wandering into a spooky forest and gradually making friends with the spirit that haunts it so yeah um i guess in that scheme of things i would describe this album as a uh, briefer than normal conversation with said woodland spirit and yeah it's good no major departures from what she ordinarily puts out and i like it it's more nice music um but there are definitely some downsides to this album. Or at least I think there are some low notes. What are your low notes? Mm, you go first. Mm, I struggle to think of things I didn't like. So why don't you talk about what you didn't like and maybe I can bounce off you. Okay. Um, so one of my favorite pieces of music that Grouper has made is an album called Ruins. And Ruins, I felt like from all the Grouper I'd ever listened to was the first time that things actually changed up. Um, I used to think of Grouper pre-Ruins, which came out in 2014, as being a very neutral, sort of ambient listening experience. Uh, It wasn't very dreamy and alive and vivid, but it also wasn't very, uh, like, dark. It was, like, kind of droney, somewhere very neutral in the middle. Yeah. Um, In Ruins, Grupa strips down a lot of the things that were there before. No more samples, uh, or at least a lot less samples. Um, no more uh, pre-recorded ambient things that are added in. It's now more about the voice and le piano and layers and layers and layers of vocal-like harmonies on top of it. And that I thought was quite cool. But what was kind of constant in all of this is that you felt like you got a whole piece of work out of Grouper. I felt like I got um, a year's worth of work and it sounded really good. And Grouper was one of those uh, acts that you could rely on almost every year to deliver a nice like musical feature and that's like something cool to look forward to but with this ah Greta Points is really short it's yeah. 20 minutes yeah it's and there it's really barely a, an EP <laughs> I mean no it's definitely I would say that if, if you this call this an album packaged, you're wrong <laughs> yeah if this had been packaged as an EP it would make more sense yeah and I'm not you know I'm I don't want to be, you know, stiff and boring and traditionalist about, like, the different forms of music, but I just Mm. don't really see any particular reason or justification for packaging something that's only 20 minutes long as an album instead of packaging it as an EP. Because when you give someone 20 minutes of music and you tell them that it's an album, like, there's just going to be part of you that feels a little bit cheated and also a little bit sort of, like... It feels short. Right. I mean, if you... Nice! Yeah, that's Martha texting me. Thanks, Martha. Hey, Martha. Grouper's album is great. Like, or if you call this an album, Grid of Points is great. And it sounds awesome. It's fun to listen to. It's a really pleasant listening experience. But I don't think you can talk of it in the same breath as other albums purely because the other albums deliver more variance, more nuance, because they're just 
yeah. there's more space for them to do that. Yeah, I mean, basically, groupers had like a very long um, musical career of releasing long, uh, circa forty minute releases, and now suddenly she's got a new album out after a considerable period of time. I might mm. add. And it's only 20 minutes long, so it sticks out in the context of her discography, but not <clears> musically. <throat> the only thing that really seems to distinguish it is its short length. And there's no real, there doesn't seem to be any kind of musical, or conceptual, artistic justification for why it's so short. So mm. I think if she had packaged this as an, as an EP instead of as an album, it would just make more sense and I, um, yeah, but this, it just feels a little bit, uh, confusing. I guess. I, but it's still great music. What I was wanting to say and forgot in the moment of wanting to say, um, since Grupo sort of changed, uh, how she makes music, I guess, when she started making runes and going forward, um, that stripped down style, I think is actually a lot more emotive. Um, listening to this album, I think, draws out and plays up to a lot more emotions than her like work from 10 years ago um that like i said is extremely neutral um extremely droney um very very like forest vibes yeah it's it's very much like um it's almost like a musical version of uh, nature-themed white noise. Well, yeah, I think it, this should be pumped out into forests everywhere for people walking through them, or her old work should. Well, I, I, I very much disagree with pumping music into forests because I think that the sounds of forests are perfectly sufficient. No, but it's fine. I... Forests are boring. <sighs> so many reasons to hate you. <laughs> um, but, yeah, what I will say, uh, which is kind of touches on what I think you're saying, is that... I, yeah, growing up um, in a place surrounded by mountains and forest and beaches, that is Cape Town, um, and suddenly living in just the most enormous sprawling city, I, yeah, often feel like I really miss being out in a place with lots of trees and no people. But, like, listening to canned nature sounds just... It doesn't make me feel better at all because it it doesn't compare to listening to the real thing. So, but I do find that listening to Grupa's earlier work does make me feel a little bit like closer to a place like a forest or a mountain. Whereas her later work feels more like human created music, I guess. Yes. Yeah. So... Do you want to move on from complaining about this album, I guess? Mm. And talk about uh, tracks that we particularly liked so what would be your mixtape track for this album i quite like the birthday song um uh, birthday song oh, it's i thought was spooky it's nice yeah it is it's really cool that whole the way it starts with that like white noise into like the piano and the like immediate uh multi-layered like vocal harmonies and stuff coming at you it doesn't slowly build up to all these voices wishwashing together yeah it's just brah yeah that's quite cool i love it because it's super spooky mm. um great song for like a halloween playlist yeah um my mixtape track is oh. you always choose the last song of an album no, i bet you you're gonna choose the last, the last song it's not the last song it's actually the third song and oh. it's called driving my goodness. Um, it was difficult for me to pick a mixtape track of this album because um 
Yeah, because the music is quite ambient, it does mean that none of the tracks particularly jumped out at me, even though I liked them. Mm. Um, but I, um, I quite enjoyed the lyrics in Driving. So Driving is my favorite track. I found them quite interesting. Also, um, I'd like to make a comment about Grupa's lyrics that um, I feel that her lyrics, in addition to her music, are also very dreamlike in that they kind of... Um, they're very surrealistic and surrealism is a movement based on dreams and the fact that they seem realistic but they're also just like very weird and don't make sense so i think because their lyrics like they seem like they're following a kind of logical pattern but they reference things that are very strange or ideas or conjure up images that are very strange so mm-hmm. yeah um i enjoy the lyrics and driving so that's would be my mixtape track but i also really enjoyed the intro track to this album mm, yes i was i was jostling track. between the first track it's and birthday song races it's i like it mm. um but it's quite short so i wouldn't put it on a mixtape unless it was like the beginning track of a mixtape as like a little intro what if it was an interlude halfway through okay what if it was the last track to close everything off so what you're actually saying is you could put it anywhere in a playlist <laughs> There's the reason. Something I love about you being sick is that whenever you annoy me and then laugh at me because you're annoying me, you start wheezing and <laughs> oh man, I don't even have to do anything. You just punish yourself. It's great. Mm. Um, yeah. So, are there any tracks that you would skip? You can't skip anything on on this album. It's short enough. <laughs> Yo. Um, I would say, well. Let's say for argument's sake, I had under 20 minutes to listen to this album and mm. I wanted to skip a track. I would skip the second track, which is called Parking Lot, just because uh, I find it a bit, like, it makes me feel sad. And I, I don't, I mean, all my music that I listen to is sad, but like, yeah, this is like nice ambient music. And I, yeah, if I felt like I didn't want to like bring the mood down that little notch, I would just skip Parking Lot. Sure. Um, yeah, so let's talk about the album we're reviewing next, mm. which is Arctic Monkeys Tranquility Base Hotel and Casino. Oh, That's gonna be a fun conversation. Have you even started listening to that? I have. Oh. Let's save that conversation for the podcast, shall we? Mm. It's gonna be fun. 